How's my how's my filter working? Sounds good. Good? Yeah. Awesome. Sounds like a good distance. Perfect. All right. Welcome to the circus. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 97. It's Monday night, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2022. Thank you for listening. here tonight back after his hiatus in studio it's brian clark happy valentine's day yes and to you as well and coming to us virtually from st paul minnesota is bo brady how's it going what up toilet bo toilet baby toilet baby billy toilet baby bo toilet baby bo (laughs) how you doing tonight I'm good. Good. We're gonna have just some trying fun. to sell some of this elixir for make some money for my family. <laughs> <laughs> my spiritual healing elixirs. What we're gonna do tonight is we're gonna talk hoops. We're gonna cover our pick game. It was Toronto and Denver. We're going to talk a little bit about All-Star Weekend coming up this week. And trades. We're going to talk about every single trade that happened last week at the deadline. All of them. In deep, deep detail. Visit House of Hoops on the internet. It's HAUSofHoops.com. There you can find stuff you find on websites. We hope you enjoy this week. How's it going? How's everybody? 
Yeah, doing fantastic. Good. Good. How are y'all? How's New York, Brian? That was feels like months ago. <laughs> I know. You had like an ice storm. Living with your parents. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, New York was fun, man. Um the concert was fun. The band was really good. Uh, to recap, we went up there to see the War on Drugs at Madison Square Garden. That was the main reason, and they were good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny story. They had uh, so they had canceled a couple shows before. So the the band is from Philadelphia. So they had like a, they had a two night run in Philly, and they were playing Madison Square Garden, and they they canceled like Nashville and Charlotte or maybe something. Maybe it was Atlanta. Anyway, one of the touring party <clears throat> tested positive for COVID. They didn't specify whether it was a band member, crew member, somebody in the family touring with the band. Mm-hmm. So they did. They took two shows off, did the two Philly shows and the Madison Square Garden show. And they come out on stage and one of like the rhythm guitar player, I guess, is like on the far end of the stage like 10 or 15 feet away from everybody and he's wearing a mask and we're like, Oh, okay. (laughs) That's who caught it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's the thing is like, okay, well he's vaccinated so he can come in the venue even if he's positive. (laughs) True. Yeah. (laughs) They just kind of stuck him off on the side, Hmm. put a mask on him. Hmm. He seemed like he was feeling all right. He was animated and stuff, you know, yeah, good show. Ate ate some good food up there. We were there in the middle of a massive snowstorm. Yeah. That was fun. Trudging around Brooklyn in the snow. Yeah, got back home. Got back to work. Memphis ice storm happens. Immediately. Yeah. Got back. Went back to work Tuesday. Storm happened Wednesday night. Uh, <laughs> all hell broke loose here <laughs> Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I know you guys probably, you guys touched on it last week, but yeah, I went over uh, a week without power. Oh, yeah. Issues in my neighborhood. MLG and W was there working on it for three days. They just could not get it figured out. Apparently we had a lot of damage from fallen tree limbs. Mm. One point on Wednesday, sitting on my front porch and a MLG and W truck pulls up and he's like, hey, do you have power? Mm. No, please help. He goes, I'm just driving around. They hook something up, and then I drive around and see who's got power. <laughs> hmm. And then I go back, and they hook something else up. Wow. Yeah, so he's like, if you're going to be here, hang out, you know. Mm-hmm. Be back by in like 30 minutes to an hour. Hmm. Um, Wild. Yeah, finally got mine back Friday. There was a lot of – stayed at a hotel a couple nights, stayed with my family, uh, my mom and dad a little bit. They're a little far out there. I mean, I was grateful to have a place to stay. It's probably 20 to 25 minutes away from my house <clears throat> to stay with them. But uh, I'm just glad all that's over right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back yeah. in my house, yeah. back on the podcast. You got internet at the house and everything? You All the way back? I've got it all. Yeah. Luckily, my I've, so I've got AT&T fiber, and that stuff oh. like never. I think they bury it. Um, It's buried, and then I've got a, I do have a line coming in. That's like that's suspended in the air, but it's it's like a it's a brand new line. They just put it in like a like a month or two ago. Mm. So that that shit is like tight. It's new. <laughs> no limbs. No. 
hanging over it. What I thought was interesting about your trip to New York is that you had mentioned there were no NBA games. Yeah. The whole time you were there. Mm-hmm. And then you got back, what, was it Wednesday? We flew back Monday night. And then Wednesday, the Grizzlies played at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> if you just... Should have, yeah. <laughs> Should have extended that trip an extra couple days. It just seems like really poor scheduling, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the concert was Saturday. Yeah. Did you run out night. of money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you stay longer? Should have. Could have stayed through the whole ice war week. We just stay up there, yeah. Could have just avoided everything. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to leave you guys hanging at work. Uh, mm, work. It's work will be there when you get back. Will yeah. Uh, the restaurant never really lost power. We we had like partial power for a little while. Yeah. But we were open. Mm-hmm. So it was really really busy. Yeah, because a lot of places were closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people don't have power, so they're, they're going out to eat. Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare. Yeah, not not fun. <sighs> it was anti work territory. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's temporary. Keep getting them checks. That's right. You have a finite amount of time in your life to make money. Today's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. It's the day after Sassy Sunday. That's right. Sunday is when I get sassafrassy. Let my hair down. Get dressed mm-hmm. up. Go mm-hmm. to church. Yep. Get dressed up. Let my hair down. Super Bowl was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Bo, did you watch the Super Bowl? Not really. Did you do anything Honestly. for Valentine's Day? Uh, we had brunch today. Oh, that's cool. Did you get loaded at brunch? No, I didn't have anything to drink. Oh. I could have. Mm. I think it's just I think if you don't drink it's just breakfast I guess so <laughs> I went to uh, Monster Jam yesterday uh, Yeah you you sent us a picture It looked like yeah. you were having a fucking blast It was pretty awesome <laughs> Yeah It was like a uh, competition Big Big monster trucks right Yeah they do they have like a circuit they do, so they travel and they have like the circus, like the big three, right? Like the big three, yeah. They get a trophy. That's cool. Did you take the whole family? Oh yeah, and then uh, my neighbor took his boys, and then one of my daughter's friends went, and his dad went with us too. Okay. And then my other buddy Eric, shout out Eric, he came with, just because why not? Yeah. Most he didn't have any he kids. He just wanted to see the kids enjoy the monsties. <laughs> have you always had that Gravedigger shirt, or did you buy it specifically for? So Kate bought <laughs> me that for my birthday a couple of years ago because my boy is obsessed with Gravedigger. It's an awesome shirt. <laughs> and so she went on eBay and found a used Gravedigger shirt for me, and it's oh. like one of my favorites now. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I never even thought about monster truck gear. Yeah, how about they got hats and keychains and all that shit? Yeah, I did not. We did not go and hit up the merch table. The my buddy and mm. his son went. They said the line was super long. They missed quite a bit of the action, but uh, whatever. By the by, the time you get through the line at a at a monster truck merch table, by the time you get up there, the only thing left is probably masks. 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. All right. And hearing protection. Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, in our group text, I had mentioned that I was glad that we had a mass with us because it was so dusty in there. Mm-hmm. And what is super ironic to me is, you know, pre COVID there was dudes that would, that would go in the arena with no mask on or whatever, but they get in their seats. And when the show started, you know, they put a fucking bandana around their face. Mm. You're like, yeah, I got to cover up my mouth and nose. It's dusty as shit in here. And I'm in the trades and I know how this shit works. You don't want to get that. You don't want to breathe all that shit in. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now they're like, no, nah, fuck that. I ain't wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a bandana at the monster truck rally. Not even. Huh? But it was sweet, man. I, I would do it again. I don't know if the whole family would come with me. Yeah, it sounds but, fun. It sounds like going to the rodeo or something. That's how we do it up here in St. Paul, <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> well, one thing, what my favorite, so we went to, there was a Saturday afternoon and evening show, and then there was a, we went to the Sunday afternoon show. And as we were going, it was, they played in the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, which is where the Vikings play, so it's just massive, humongous place, and for, pretty new. But as we were walking up to it, there was this huge pile of frozen vomit just right outside the stadium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Some young guys, maybe. Get, getting after it. But I'm going to put on a basketball game. Which one? Is your TV working? I got my laptop. I can pull it up. Warriors Clippers? Perfect. Clippers have some new trade guys. Warriors one didn't do anything. I hurt, though. Is that Mike Brown's wearing his mask under his nose? <laughs> He's got glasses on. No, he's all foggy. Steve Kerr's not even wearing a mask. Nah. He didn't care. Oh, what a coaching battle. Ty Lue versus Steve Kerr. This could be a good game. Who, who's hurt? Norman Powell's a brunt foot. We'll get into trades a little bit. Yeah. Jeff, what have you been up to this week? Oh, God. I don't know. Did you bring wine? What do we what do we got going on over here? Yeah, man. What is this? Can I try it? Yeah, I poured you a glass. What is this? Yeah, we're drinking wine, Jeff. Um, I got a bottle because we cooked uh I say we, my wife. <laughs> um didn't get me anything for Valentine's Day. So she cooked dinner. Oh, okay. We had some steaks, some asparagus, some potatoes. Got a bottle of wine. Brought the rest of it over here. <clears throat> this is one of my favorite, uh, like, sub-$20 bottles of Pinot by A to Z Wineworks. Mm. Bo, do you know who is part owner of A to Z Wineworks? I'm going to say Palgasaw. <clears throat> Clo- no? Let me guess. Let me guess. It's uh, who in the NBA CJ McCollum. you think would be part owner? Oh, Greg Popovich. Nailed it. Damn. <laughs> and I figure if it's good enough for Pop, it's, he's it's not, good enough for me. He's not drinking that shit. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> he's only drinking the good stuff. Yeah, it's good. What is this? Uh, a Pinot? It's a Pinot Noir. Yeah, it's a, it's a screw top, so it's convenient. <laughs> it's easy. Smells like fruits and, st- and earthy tones. Yeah, know? sure. Jeff, you don't drink a lot of wine, do you? <laughs> Got swished around. Neither do I, Jeff. Don't feel bad. <clears throat> it's 
good. I like wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a go-to. Like if I go in somewhere and I don't want to like really search for anything, I'm like, oh, that's good, and it's and it's inexpensive. So it's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Tastes like anything else I would drink. Pop knows what he's doing. Yeah. Tastes like a house wine. Yeah. At a, at a Ruth Chris. Sure. Mm. It's good. Tasty. I like it. Hopefully we're going to follow this wine with some old style. Let me see. Yeah, eight old styles. Beautifully balanced, aromatic, and delicious. Ah, this wine talking. makes food sing and sometimes your guests too. Ah, 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 ah. They've got one that's like a... It's a, it's like maybe thirty dollars a bottle, and it's like the A to Z Wine Works Essence Pinot Noir, and it's and it's really really good for a, Ooh. for a thirty dollar bottle of wine. It's the levels. Did you ever watch that TV show on Netflix called Friends from College? You remember that? No. Uh-uh. Well, it's fucking hilarious. And in one of the episodes, they they go to like some wine vineyard in New Jersey or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> they all ch- Fred Savage was in it. I think I've seen the trailer. I'm pretty sure Pat sent me the trailer because he sends, he sends me the trailer for like everything. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key was in it. He's fucking hilarious in everything he's in. It got canceled, the show. I think like because of the pandemic or something. Oh, it got like... Like just normal show canceled. Like they didn't. It wasn't. They didn't enough. spread like anti-vax information or something. No, it just got canceled. Okay. It was. It went for two ep- two seasons. It was really really funny. I thought it was great. It's a bunch of friends from college, like Harvard kids. Mm-hmm. So everybody's you know grown up and well off and all that shit. Some of them are like struggling in their field, whatever. But it is absolutely hilarious. I can't believe it got canceled. It's one of my favorite shows. Everybody's. Sleeping with each other behind their backs, huh. talking shit, nice. you know, like old friends would. Yeah, <laughs> off to check that out. Yeah, the first season was the best. It was like really, really funny. There's the second season was like more dramatic, but goddamn, the first season. What hooked me on it was one of the intros in the show was like a built to spill song, and I was like, okay, all right, I'm in. Hmm. They're not just doing what's popular. I don't know. I thought it was a good show, but I'm getting way off track here. <laughs> what were we talking about? The wine? We were just talking about drinking Old style. Wine. Old style? Old style. All right. Norman Powell. I think we left off on what you did last week. Oh, maybe, maybe you just don't want to talk about it. Not really. Watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, you did. You left early last night. You split before halftime. I was fucking tired. Yeah. I went home. I woke up in the fourth quarter just in time to watch the finale. I lost a bunch of money. I was all Bengals. Underdog City. Yeah. They almost had it, man. Mm-hmm. I did see the last last two minutes of the game and that pass interference call was kind of weak. There was a there was like a holding call too that was mm-hmm. poor shit. Neither of those teams were probably supposed to fucking really be there. So I feel like the Rams were Ugh. I mean, they've just got they got so much talent. Yeah, they made some trades midseason. They got that Von Miller. Mm-hmm. They stepped up their defense. He proved to be very important. Yeah, yeah they, yeah, they, they went made for two it. plays at the end of the game that pretty much sealed it. Mm, they went for it. Yeah. Getting yeah. Matthew Stafford. I was happy for Matthew Stafford because he's been on an ass team for like 10, 
15 years, I feel like. And it's like the, the first year he gets on a good team, he wins a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's pretty ironic. Yeah. Coincidence? I think not. Really, I felt like I just like slept, work, and, and um, drank pain away hmm. for the week. I have way more drinking than I wanted to. Just fucking nothing better to do in my head. Like in my head after work. I got to get off this fucking ritual of just like pounding beers after work to like drink away the stress and mm-hmm. pain. I got to yeah. get off this fucking shit, man. Yeah. But it's hard because it seriously is like a ritual now. It's like the last 10 minutes of work are like, oh, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait. <laughs> there, was, there was one night at work when I didn't have power and you like hung out up there for a while drinking beer. And I was like, why don't you fuck? Why don't you go home? <laughs> Yeah. You have power at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go to your house? Can yeah, you but, stay here? <laughs> but, like, I was so used to having power. Like, I didn't yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sleeping with the TV on and... <laughs> Not eager to go home to my power that I never lost. <laughs> Turning the heat all the way up. Yeah, dude. Come on. It's hot as shit in here. This is, like, the warmest you're house has ever been i think i'd, I'd take my hoodie off I think it's set at like 80 <laughs> <laughs> that'll teach mlg and w to talk about selling i'll pay the fucking bills i don't give a shit it's been on 80 for like two weeks i just never i just forgot to turn it back down yeah dude in the summer and the winter i just crank it up i'm like i don't care i'll pay it Fuck i don't it. care i can afford it i'll pay it like i don't want to be in a comfortable in my own house nah I've lived that life before. I'm like 65. Yeah. 60 degrees. Uh-huh. I'm wearing a fucking hoodie all the time. No more. Yeah. To me, it comes and goes. What else did I do? I don't know. Nothing, dude. Like, just watch TV. What did I even watch? I don't know. Just basketball. Jamstones. Jamstones. I'm watching them Jamstones. Mm-hmm. Pam and Tommy. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta catch on that. Mm, I guess. Let's, uh, let's talk some basketball. I got a quick follow up from last week. Boston Celtics. They were our pick game last week. Not this week. Last week. Mm-hmm. Eight straight wins now. Sixth in the East. Twelve and one in the last thirteen games. Second in defensive rating. Seven and zero oh since. Jalen Brown tweeted, the energy is about to shift. Hmm. 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 Boston's on the way up. You think he knew Tice was coming back? Haha, <laughs> Tice. What a fucking steal for the Celtics. Fuck you, Danny Ainge. <laughs> We're getting Tice back. <laughs> I love That's it. That's right. He seriously like went and got like all the guys that he liked back. Horford, Tice. Yeah. That's great. Who's next? Well, he got himself a point card, but we'll, we'll get into yeah. that a little bit. Who's next? I don't know. Nobody's next because buyout market. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe the maybe the Nets will buy out Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But probably not. I don't know if Kyrie would want it. I don't think he was happy in Boston. But yeah, Celtics moving up. They're up there with the Sixers and the Bucks now, man. They're right there. Let's check for voicemails. Hey, I bet 
on the Bucks against the Suns money line back on the tenth, and uh, the Suns ended up beating the the Bucks. I I wanted Bo to give me my money back. Talk to you later. Keep up the good work, guys. Bye. Okay. Okay, so I owe somebody some money. What sounds, for? Sounds like you owe a mis- Midwestern man on his fourth whiskey. <laughs> I was going to say, there was his certainly a Midwest accent there. Did you tell somebody to bet on the Suns Bucks? <clears throat> if I did, I don't remember. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not the one that suggests betting at all. I would never bet on that game. I would. Why? I bet on the Suns. Well, I don't know how much money I owe this. That shit could go nice, either way. Nice Midwest man. Yeah, what do you owe this dude? This anonymous caller. Oh, that was confusing. Somebody's mad. We got a listener somewhere that's mad. Just fucking just mad. <laughs> he goes, hey. <laughs> hey, Bo. <laughs> Where's my money? That was strange. I don't know. It sounded like a could have been a Michigan accent, maybe Ohio. Could have been Illinois, maybe. Definitely not Minnesota. No, he just seemed confused and angry. That was a boilermaker accent. I've ever heard one. Indiana lost a lot of money, don't you know? Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for calling. Yeah, next thanks. time just bet bottles of Jameson. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Bo. I don't know why that guy took that out on you. Bo, is there news or should we just go like, is all the news just the uh, well, Red, um Pat Bev got an extension with the Timberwolves. That's news. Mm-hmm. How much? He got a repeat of his salary this year. I believe like $13 million for next season. Sheesh. That's well above the league average player salary. I will say that the general manager they have, Sasha Sasha Gupta, whatever Gupta, mm-hmm. he's a smart guy. So he probably, I haven't read any of the reactions from the Timberwolves people that I follow, but my assumption is that they probably weren't going to be players in free agency, mm-hmm. and it's going to add, you know, some stability to the roster with a nice expiring contract. They just kind of rolled his contract over to next year, which I think makes sense because he's he has helped their team, and they've needed a player like that since KG left. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. They got yeah, they did what they wanted to do. It's a, it was a good signing. It's a good extension, I think. Yeah, it was a nice nice gesture of the Grizzlies to gift Patrick Beverly to the Timberwolves. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I think what's interesting is it's a one-year extension. (laughs) One year. And they're thinking, "Mm, we think he can keep this up for one year. Exactly. Well, I don't know if he would get $13 on the open market anyway. I can't imagine. So I think it's like a rolling it over type of deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to figure the locker room likes him if if he's getting 13 Oh, yeah. Anthony Edwards must love him. Cat must love him. Coach probably loves him. Coach probably loves him. 
It's probably a coach saying, hey, let's keep this guy around. I like what yeah. he's doing. I would bet that's a throwing a bone to the coaching staff, making their lives a little easier maybe. Yeah, I would think so. Any other news? I got. I just want to get to trades. No, let's get, get into the trades. All right. There were a lot deadline moves. And that was like almost a week ago now, four five days ago. What was the most interesting trade to you guys? That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what you guys are interested in. I know one that we all think is interesting is Tice going back to Boston. The Celtics got Daniel Tice. The Rockets got Schroeder, Ennis Freedom, and Bruno Fernando. So last week on our pick game, we kind of mentioned that Schroeder seemed like he wasn't even like in the game. I don't think that was really working out. Freedom hasn't played in forever. They upgrade their interior with Tice. I think it's a solid move for Boston. Rockets just take on a bunch of salaries that are expiring or they can still trade them. Trade chips. Good deal for Boston. Good deal for Houston. I think Tice is potentially... No, I think he's a good backup center. I don't think he's going to change much for that team. I don't think. He was a starter there two years ago. I think they just. I think Stevens just wanted Tice back, and they wanted to get off of Schroeder. Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, who is going to play point guard in Schroeder's spot? Is it the guy that the guy from the Spurs? No. Derek White. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. Yep. The Celtics made another move. Derek White. You know who he is? He's good. And all the Celtics had to really give up was a pick and Josh Richardson. The Spurs get more shooting. They get off of that one of their mini point guards. I think that's a good deal for both sides. Romeo Lankford goes to San Antonio. He was a non-factor. And then they have uh, a 2028 first-round pick swap, which is so far down the line, doesn't even matter. So the Celtics got more interior, mm-hmm. and they got, a be- I think, a better point guard. I mean, they got a, they got a point guard that's played a pop system, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and played with Tatum and Brown and Smart for whatever Team USA thing they did. Oh, and Udoka nice. was with the Spurs with Derek White. Nice. Let's see, Derek White's last game. Boston played Atlanta. Boston won. Derek White came off the bench. I don't know if it'll stay that way, or if Marcus Smart will eventually move to the bench. I don't know. But Derek White had a good game. 29 minutes, 14 points, five dimes, four rebounds. Okay. And they beat the Nuggets the game before that. Yeah, I think Marcus Smart's got a your starting point guard. If he's not the starting point guard, he's getting your closing minutes. Mm-hmm. I think that's who they probably commit to at that spot. But, yeah, I mean, you've got, like I said, he's a, he's a point guard who, plays in, who played in pop system. A middle-of-the-road point guard or a really good backup, that's what you go for. I wonder if Derek White drinks any A to Z wine works 2018 Pinot Noir. Let's see something. I'm sure there's a few bottles floating around the Spurs locker room at one point. <laughs> it's possible. You know what's disappointing is that I don't think they've ever doused pop with a Gatorade vat full of wine. 
why would you waste good wine like that? Yeah, he would just well, get upset. He'd just be mad. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, huh? <laughs> Derek White, he's a first-round draft pick. So you send a no. He good. You're sending this next year's first-round draft pick for a proven 27-year-old draft pick, first-round draft pick. All right. They went for win now and not win later. I liked all the Celtics moves. I ain't mad at none of them. They got what they wanted, I feel like. Yeah, I think Derek White stabilizes their backcourt and defense. It helps their defense. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Mavs move. Okay. But not for the Mavericks. Porzingis? Yeah. yeah. Porzingis well, to the Wizards? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was weird. It is weird. What are they doing? I mean, there's all there's been reports since the beginning of the time that Luca and Porzingis don't yeah. get along. They weren't. They both uh Porzingis is mad. And the last time Dallas played Memphis, Porzingis got like six blocks. So yeah, send his ass to Washington. <laughs> As Grizzlies fans, we love this trade. Yeah. Get Porzingis was I think the main reason Dallas was beating Memphis every time they played this year. He's only we've played him four times and he's only played in two of the games. In one of the games both him and Luca were out. All I know is Porzingis going to Washington is good for Memphis. Yep. Well, good for Memphis in the short term. You don't know what Dallas is going to do do in the long term. Obviously there's some sort of long-term play there. Washington wanted to get away from Dinwiddie. They wanted to get off that Barton's contract. So it's good for both. It's good for Washington? I just don't get it for Dallas. Uh, I guess they had to break it up. So. Yeah, if you want like a... Uh, Happy if you want Luka. a big that's shooting a bunch of threes, you'd think you'd want the taller one. Yes. They get Happy Luca, maybe. I guess. Happier, Luca. My Wi-Fi is like totally going to a standstill here. Yeah, the game is uh, keeps freezing up. The game's freezing. The computers are freezing. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm starting to get frustrated. Bo, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, before the but, Wi-Fi problems, I was going to say that in two of the games, the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. One against the Grizzlies, Porzingis did really well. I think he's he's, mm-hmm. he's just a good matchup against Jaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And getting him out of Dallas is only good for the Grizzlies. And come playoff time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I say in the short term. I'm not convinced this is good for the Grizzlies in the long term. Because yeah. when something doesn't, something doesn't make sense, there's something we're, we don't know or we're missing. Yeah, as long as Luka's in the West, <laughs> it's not good for the Grizzlies. I mean, you think they're freeing up payroll, but... Yeah, but Bertans is making. Yeah, but Bertons you can is overpaid. No, he is, but he's one. He's less of a contract than Porzingis, so there's a way to get. You can get off any. Anything. It's not untradeable, right? Yeah. And then Dinwiddie certainly is tradable. Boston will probably trade from next year. Nothing's untradeable as long as, as long as they can play home games. <laughs> That's right. Jeff, can I have an old style? Hell yeah. We got to loosen this up. Yeah. Let's Let's keep it rolling. Let's do it.
Let's go. This Keep is a flat throw. All right. How about go, Jeff? Uh, how about the? Uh, let's just get this one out of the way. 76ers, Nets. Sixers got Harden and Paul Millsap. Nets got Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. A 2022 first round, 2027 first round. Nets got a haul. Fucking finally. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. So tired of hearing about this. When does Ben Simmons play? That's what I want to know. Is like, let me know when these guys play 20 games. I mean, Harden's out till after the All-Star game. Yeah, I saw that came out. Harden's hurt. The Sixers got their guy. Uh, Maury got his Harden, whatever. They got Ben Simmons out. Probably the good move for Philly not to waste Embiid's MVP-like season with $30 million being wasted on Ben Simmons, who's not playing. Mm-hmm. At least they got something back. They should be better right away. I know the Sixers were kind of bummed. Like Embiid was kind of bummed to lose Curry. I saw that. Mm-hmm. He liked him. But that gives the Nets more shooting. The Nets get more defensive. Uh, just picture Simmons and Durant playing defense, switching, guarding whoever they need to be guarding. Curry's a Curry's a good defender too. So They got some size with Drummond. The Nets did good. Yeah, you said you said something on the podcast last week when I was listening about the the Nets should try to get more size. Yeah, they I got. was kind of surprised that the Sixers gave up Drummond because he seems to be kind of the guy that, like, if you're going to plug anybody in off the bench for, for Embiid, Embiid yeah. yeah, yeah. And what's inter- really interesting about it's that, fit. yeah, is that the Nets GM is New Ze- from New Zealand, mm-hmm. and that he wasn't talking to Evan about these moves because Evan would have never given up Drummond. Mm. There's no right, way. <clears throat> yeah. No. So that's what Evan I Evan loves what, Drummond. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess it uh, uh, confirms that Sean Marks and Evan don't know each other. Right. <laughs> Could, that that was one of my big takeaways from this trade. You pieced that together so well. Mm-hmm. Um, Drummond, if he can keep it up, he was playing okay, whatever. He gives them another another look defensively. They can match up. They can throw him in against bigs. He's not an excellent defender, but he, he's, strong. he's a rebounding machine. And he's know? strong. But you're not winning a championship. Uh, this is not an original idea for me, but I heard someone say it, and it stood out to me. Forgive me. I don't remember who said this, but if Embiid's not healthy, you're not winning a championship with Andre Drummond as your backup. Hmm. So it doesn't matter. Fair enough. Hmm. Did you get that from the Locked On Sixers podcast? I, I, I hope not because I don't remember listening to it. <laughs> I mean, backup centers, there aren't. It's not like a huge fucking. There's not a huge crop of backup centers out there, dude. Sorry, but in the middle of in the middle of that idea on Locked On Sixers, an ad started playing. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> You're listening to Locked On Hausman. <laughs> Who's got the best backup center? Like, name a, a good one in the league. Uh, I should be able to do this. Boogie Cousins isn't good. Boogie? Uh-uh. I should be able Mm-mm. to do this. Should be easy. I know. No. There's a 
good 30 backup point guards in the league. There's not 30 backup centers in the league. Yeah. These backup bigs are rare. They're hard to find. Nas Reed's pretty good. Nas Reed is good. I would say that. Nas Reed is like 6'9". For a backup. Is he 6'9"? 100% 6'9". Backup centers. There aren't any. <laughs> there aren't any. Hassan Whiteside's probably the best backup center in the league. Yeah. To Rudy Gobert. Yeah. And he's not. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that he's good. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I, I that is That is a good pick. But yeah, there's no backup center that I go. Okay, well if their center goes out, uh-huh. eh, then they're they're on the close to the same trajectory. Uh-huh. So good on the Nets. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Nets cleaned up. I think the Nets will be a lot better. And, yeah, I think uh, they won the trade. Well, Harden and Embiid has a nice ring to it. Maury loves him, but Harden ain't been who Harden has uh-huh. been in a while since he played at Houston. He hasn't been. He showed up at Houston out of shape. He went to Brooklyn. That didn't work. Like he, will he ever be happy? I guess he's happy now, but we'll watch the second half of Harden's season and see how he does. Whatever. I just I, the, I feel like the Sixers should have had a little more room to play with now that it came out that Harden wasn't necessarily happy there. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the Sixers should have had a little more Wiggle room. Like, yeah. do they have to give up both Curry and Drummond? I don't know. Well, the Nets said, fuck it. We'll ride with Harden. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they already had the PR was already in motion. Mm-hmm. They had already had, they already had Nash out there telling them they weren't planning on trading him. Yeah, yeah. They were already making all the steps to not trade him. They were playing it perfectly, the Nets. Like, we don't have to trade him. We don't have to do a goddamn fucking thing. Philly, on the other hand, had to. Yeah, I think it was the pressure was increasing. Every time D- Daryl Morey goes on the radio and says, "We don't have to do anything," it just makes the fans even more mad. Yeah, like yes, you do. What the fuck are you talking about? You may never get a top fifteen player. <laughs> what? what makes you think you're gonna get a top fifteen player ever in a trade? You think it's weird that Daryl Morey like is always he's always like front and center talking about shit? <laughs> it's not always. He does like to talk. And he says he's been actually trying to get better at that. He should, he should probably, like, shut his mouth sometimes. Some jams you never hear from. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Lyman? Yeah, a lot. But Maury likes that attention. This dude's, like, press conference junkie. <laughs> he's always in the limelight. It's like Chris Wallace. They're buddies. Exactly. Yeah, they're superstar GMs. <laughs> <laughs> we can move off it. I think it was great for the Nets. I think they only got better, at least for the short term, and then they get another first round pick. You think Kyrie gets that shot? Kyrie's now? got like that's <laughs> the fucking problem, man. That's the only thing in their way right now. And he's he's not going to get it. That was, I mean, that he's was, hoping New York I, just changes their mandate laws. I mean, I heard that that was a thing with Harden. He's like, he's like, why did I get this shit? Why did I get the shot? This guy didn't get the shot. <laughs> he's like, this is only hurting us that he can't play. I heard those two were button heads. Yeah, I think they were both kind of from day one. Like, who's the fucking point guard here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from day one. 
Like whose team is this? Who's running this shit? Like, well, right. last the story last year was that Kyrie kind of deferred. Right. He's like, go ahead. <laughs> but that's not, you know, Kyrie's not doing that <laughs> after an off season. <laughs> Let's talk about the Kings. Kings made a couple deals. They're winning basketball games. They won two in a row after the trade. I don't know what they've done since the two in a row. They beat the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's your lowered expectations. They lost the Nets tonight. So they were two and one since the trade. They're only two games out of the play-ins. Just crazy. Two and a half with 22 wins. <laughs> what? <laughs> this was not the case last year, I feel like. I felt like last year was 500 to play in. The Kings, they made a couple deals. They got rid of Marvin Bagley. He went to Detroit. The Kings ended up with DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, and Trey Lyles. (laughs) They got a pig. Old old baby high. (laughs) Josh Jackson. Shout out, Brooch. Josh Jackson's not going to be, I don't know. He's on his way out of the league, I think. (laughs) Sacramento had to give up a second-round pick. Mm, That's about it. They got rid of... They got rid of Bagley. It wasn't working. Hadn't been working. The Kings, in another trade, ended up getting DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb's eyes, and a 2023 <laughs> second-round pick. It's Pacers-controlled pick, but... Okay. Yeah, that was the, the Pacers got Tyrese Halliburton, uh-huh. Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. Right. Mm-hmm. Much has been said about the Kings giving up on Halliburton, right? Like the Buddy Heald does isn't a big surprise. Tristan Thompson, whatever. But a lot of people are saying the Kings blew this deal, giving up on the young Halliburton. Mm-hmm. We knew the Pacers wanted to split up their bigs. I've so. been on, I've been on record saying that I don't think that Miles Turner and Demontis Sabonis should should play together. Apparently, it was not a favorable situation for Miles Turner. Yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, Miles was on. Miles was on the block first. Mm-hmm. And he got hurt. Yeah. He's been hurt for a few weeks. A lot of talk around about the Kings giving up on Halliburton. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, the Pacers traded a two-time All-Star. A big man that can get triple yeah. doubles. I think it's a fucking great move. I think it's great for both teams. I like it for both teams. I do, too. This is my favorite trade. I do, too. The Kings already had De'Aaron Fox, mm-hmm. so they kind of pair Sabonis with him, who's kind of in that age group. Yeah. And Fox's contract is massive, mm-hmm. so it's probably not that easy to move. Mm-hmm. And so you pair him with somebody who is in his age range that compliments him. And Fox, is he's like a known commodity, he, and he's fucking good. He has not been good this year, but yeah. maybe he will become good. Gooder, better. Well, no, with Halliburton gooder. out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've got the rookie, Davion Mitchell, who I think is good. Yeah. And getting healed out of there and Halliburton out of there opens up room for Davion. They got Bagley out of there, which opens up room for Sabonis. Minutes for him. Mm-hmm. No worries there. And then... Tristan Thompson's out of there. The Pacers get a That's, young... So that gets them off the Kardashian curse. <laughs> right. 
Harrison. They keep Harrison Barnes, who's still only twenty nine. Is he only twenty nine? Still a contributor. So if he's twenty nine, does that mean Jeff Green is fifty? <laughs> yes. Man, Jeff Green's balling out for fifty. He's about to pass LeBron for most points all ever scored. No, I like it. I do. I like it for both teams. I like Halliburton on the Pacers. The Kings move towards more towards like a win now than a rebuild mm-hmm. yeah. look outlook future. It's more of a like, a, okay, let's win. Let's win. Let's try winning yeah. instead of building. Yeah, they've got Fox and Sabonis. How many That's years? Solid. How many years have they been like, we're building through the draft, and then they draft terribly? How many years have all they tried the, this? All all the years. Like maybe you motherfuckers shouldn't be trying to build through the draft, and you should just be taking available guys and building a team that way, like the Bulls did. I mean, that's what they did with Davion Mitchell. Like the Wizards have been doing. Like they already had, they already had Fox and Halliburton. Yeah, right. And they were like, "Well, now we'll just they they did that this past draft. Like, <laughs> Let's know. go get this good guy." <laughs> yeah, good for them. I think it's an awesome trade. Maybe Getting, they actually have their shit together. How often does a guy like Demontis Sabonis become available? Not often. Never. A guy that's twenty five yeah. and is a two time All Star. Mm-hmm. They. Is like a lean on player. Like your whole team can kind of lean on him. Yeah. You can build around him. Mm-hmm. Add him to your 24 year old De'Aaron Fox starting point guard. Like they're the same age bracket. It's never happens. You never get this okay, opportunity. Me, so and you know what you're getting. It's yeah. not a, a, a project or right. a, it's not Halliburton who could end up trading anything, even though he's, a, even though he is good. It's not a, a draft pick. Like you're not sure what you're getting. Yeah. What, what Bo? So I have a question. So, Maybe Sabonis was available for a Halliburton type or even a Desmond Bain. If you were the Grizzlies, would you have traded Desmond Bain for Sabonis? Because that's what this was. I can't answer that question. That's what well, I'm saying. I'm getting so, Buddy healed. Yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's kind of surprising that the that the Kings moved off of him because now on the Kings, like is as good as they got with Sabonis. And that Sabonis and Fox pairing, who is shooting the basketball on that team? Harrison Barnes, Josh Jackson, and <laughs> Baby Haas taking the Steven, shots. Steven Chenzo. <laughs> they got Steven Chenzo. Yeah, that other deal. I don't know. They got shooters. Steven Chenzo is no slouch. Yeah. Another one that uh, Evan did not alert us on because you know Evan and Steven Chenzo are really tight. They're buddies. <laughs> Evan, you'd be really helpful if you were here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All your insider information. Bo, you think this is a good deal or what? I I think it's a good deal for the for a pairing for Fox. If if I was building a team, which I'd say the Pacers are doing, I would probably rather hedge on the Halliburton side. But I understand what the the Kings are doing. You know, Halliburton's under team control for much longer than Sabonis. Sabonis can walk after two years. Well, another thing with Indiana was Malcolm Brogdon's always fucking hurt. Yeah. They're a real point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, we can replace him, and we yeah. can be happy with Miles Turner. I think I would rather have Halliburton. They can kind of rebuild Dan with Halliburton. Fox. They think Halliburton's John Morant, Darius Garland. I don't know. I think I'd rather have Hall- Halliburton... 
than Sabonis because Sabonis was just now in in a similar situation in Indiana as as to Sacramento and he they weren't winning. The Kings became the Pacers think, with this trade. Yeah. Well the 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 Kings had guard capital. They had a bunch of guards. They had to pick one to move off of. Right, right, right. Two really, but yeah. yeah. Um yeah, two. Oh, one. They had to do one. Yeah. They had to move one. Yeah. They had to. And the situation with Sabonis and Turner together in Indiana wasn't working. Wasn't working. Perfect match. Wasn't working. The Kings became Indiana. It worked out. I, and I do think Halliburton's going to be really, really good. And I see your point, Bo, about the potential of Halliburton. Yeah, potential being but, the key word. Yeah. But, the, I mean, at some point, the Kings have to, like, win. Yeah. And they've been doing the potential thing. They have for, to make a move. No, that you're says, right. They have to make and a move that says, hey, we, we actually do want to win games. <laughs> We're, we've been rebuilding for 10 years. Yeah. Maybe we should just try winning. We, need, we want some fans in the sleep train arena. <laughs> I feel like guys like it's the same thing as when Blake Griffin got traded to Detroit. Detroit had to make that fucking trade because guys like Blake Griffin, mm. stars like that don't become yeah. available. They didn't know yeah, that yeah. they were going to get a piece of shit Blake Griffin. Yeah, they didn't know they were going to get asshole James Blake Harden Griffin. But last year in Houston, Blake Griffin. <laughs> but they they had to like go after that guy because it's yeah. Detroit, mm-hmm. and when else are you going to get a proven player like that? Yeah. Sacramento gets a proven big man player. I love it. If I was a Sacramento fan, I would be a little upset that Halliburton was gone. I'm not. But I would go, do we got DeMontis Sabonis, a two-time All-Star? I will go. I will buy some tickets to some games. A 25-year-old two-time All-Star. Yeah. yeah. I'm rolling I mean, with I, De'Aaron. I'm rolling with De'Aaron Fox. I'm mixed on it, but for the record, I'm going to say I would rather have Halliburton. For the record. Halliburton was on the fucking waiver wire in our fantasy league earlier this season was he wasn't he or i'm no. thinking of i'm thinking of uh no. i'm thinking of uh no he was no he was mm-hmm. yeah because you, do you know who picked him up you did yeah i picked him up yeah i wasn't and sure if you drafted him or awesome. kept him he was remember earlier he was like yeah. well, good game bad game good yeah. game bad game and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm started, was a, i was asleep at the wheel dude he's he was not good all season because yeah. evan no, drafted he, he he he's been good the past couple months. Exactly. The first the beginning of the season he was kind of an unknown commodity. It was he was very he was very streaky last season. Field goal percentages. No, were you not drafted great. him, Brian. Did I draft him? Yeah. Thirty dollars. Draft him and wait and dropped him? No, I guess. Yeah, he and picked him. him back up. Okay. I think he did. MF did Broom. Yeah. I think he did drop. Did I draft him and drop him. You did not. And you were like, I'm gonna him. go find him. I'm gonna go get him. I'm gonna go find him. <laughs> go get him puppy. back. I'm gonna go get him back. No, I'm gonna look at all the. You gotta think. Do it. You find got a it. responsibility because I think he was on the waiver wire. Because I debated. And, you gotta get out there and find that goddamn dog. I feel like it was either him or the the guard in Detroit that I was like, oh, it's up and down, up and down. Bo Bo picked up uh, tuna. I, I knew, dropped I knew, him already. Uh, I knew one of y'all was going to. I had to make a move. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have too many point guards. <laughs> I picked up a guy, Kobe White, and I was like, oh, one of these guys has to go, man. Fuck. Yeah. No, you never dropped Halliburton. Okay. Never? I did nope. draft him. Okay. I know I know he was up and down regardless. Yeah. But he is, no. uh, I think he's going to mash it for Am Indiana. I thinking of, t- I think I'm thinking of Killian Hayes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been a waiver wire guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana uh, made another move as well. 
Jeff, that is uh, relevant to your interests. Who'd they become with this one? They traded Tory Craig to Phoenix mm. for Jalen Smith. And the Suns got some cash oh, in yeah. that trade. Cash considerations. <laughs> what does that trade mean? Can you help me with that? Uh, it means Jalen. It means you're watching a different team. The Pacers got Jalen. Keep up with Jalen Smith. The Pacers got Jalen. I like it. A backup big. The rare backup big. Jalen Smith. People still aren't sure what he is. Yeah. I think he's like a like a low budget Jaron. Yeah. Jackson well, Jr. Well, didn't Phoenix get did Phoenix get Biombo? Yeah. Bambo. Well, there you go. They've they just signed him off the scrap heap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Jalen Jalen Smith another. was uh, expendable. So go get Tory Craig. And now Jalen Smith is Miles Turner. <laughs> Jalen Smith. Let me pull up something real quick here now. Pacers got Jalen Smith and a second-round pick for Torrey Craig. Yeah, the Suns got some cash. Cash good. Pacers got some youth, man. Mm-hmm. That was their goal. Yeah. I think they're looking over there at Cleveland. They're like, okay. I would be too. All right. Going, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. And they're looking at Memphis, young. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we want to do that. We better just do that. It's a copycat league. The Pacers are just copying. Tyree's been balling out. I know. Jalen Smith. I'm winning this shit this look at, year. Look at this fucking shit. I'm winning this shit this year, huh? That's right. The fuck? Somebody already picked up Jalen Smith? Damn. <laughs> Damn. I was looking for a center today. The last fucking game, the last game against the Timberwolves. They lost. The Pacers lost. But Jalen Smith played 23 minutes. 17 points, 12 rebounds. Sheesh. Off the bench. Miles Turner's still out till March. Duarte, what happened? Did he get hurt? Exits game against Timberwolves will not return. Fred Van Fleet will not return Monday with knee soreness. That's not good. Safari cannot open page. This is insane. What the fuck? Well, stop using Safari. You know, I don't like it when he talked to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Duarte. He has a sore big left toe. Oh. He played four minutes in the last game. Didn't come back because of his toe. That's another thing with the Pacers, man. They want to match up this young Duarte. Yeah. If I, was, more, if I was Duarte, I'd be, I'd be happy. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> I'd be like, yes. They got Jalen Smith, Duarte, and Halliburton. That could be like a big three. They're all, they're all lottery picks. Yeah. You laugh because you believe that Jalen's no good. I don't. I just don't know. I don't know that he wasn't good enough to I play. I just know that you love him. And I'm giving you shit. <laughs> he looks like a Jalen, yeah. a Jaron Jackson. He looks like a Jaron yeah. Jackson Jr. I swear to God, same body, likes to shoot threes. <laughs> I'm never letting you drink wine on the podcast. He might have Man, a. You better, just said he was Jaron Jackson. He might have a Jr. better looking jump shot than Jaron. I'm putting this fucking but bottle he, of wine back in my. It, fill it up. Back in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> he did bring a purse. <laughs> His wine purse. Uh, Jeff is the biggest Jaron Jackson hater, too. No, 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 no. I've never actually he, said that on here, Bo. Uh yeah, we've had we went back and forth for a while. <laughs> I said he wasn't trying. I've said you that. Said he, you said like he was hurt too much. Effort. And I was worried he was gonna get hurt. I'm still worried he's gonna get hurt because of the way he plays. 
the way Jaw plays, you should be worried. He's going to get hurt. No, Jaw practice is coming down. Oh. You know, okay. it's like part of his regiment. It's like he practices uh, falling away from defenders. He when practices he going down. Yeah, he, he like evil can evil roll it and tuck, you know land and roll. He practices fucking uh, landing and shit, so he doesn't get hurt because he knows he's a, a, a rim attacker. The only time, the only thing he can't practice for is getting clipped by Morris Brothers, clotheslined. No, Jaron, I, I I worry every day about the way he fucking plays. Like a guard, like a seven foot guard yeah. in the paint. But he's actually been better this year. He's like a couple of post moves. I think he's unlocked it a little bit. He's a couple he's of post moves. He's it, yeah. We've been blocking a few shots here, like a lot of shots. Dude, he's so good on 2K defensively. I couldn't understand oh, why he wasn't good <laughs> in real life. I'm like, how is this guy not as good as he is in a video game? So good defensively in, in 2K. It's nuts. Yeah. You know who else is really good in 2K? Ball Ball. <laughs> is he? <laughs> Jeff's like, see, wait a second. See, I got, all right, Brian doesn't know pod- how 2K works. If a guy doesn't play in real life, he doesn't play on 2K. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? I think we were on Ball Ball. He got traded. Yeah. The magic landed Ball Ball. <laughs> PJ Dozier. Um, Is that the Bagley deal? I don't even know. And some cash. The Celtics got a 2023 second round pick. It's just a dump for. They paid for it. They bought a pick and they dumped some players so they could open up roster spots. The Celtics have like. They had like five uh, open roster spots, right? Yes, they're waiting for uh, Patrick Beverly to get bought out on his brand new contract. Buyouts. They're waiting for buyouts. And they're just going to start uh, throwing cash around. What else? Uh, there was another another big player. Goran Dragic? Moved. No. We well, Harold. We can talk about that. Yeah, I was watching some of that uh, Charlotte game. And Harold popped up. And I, was like, oh. I was like, oh, was that Saturday night? Was that the pit game? What a good deal for Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. They traded Ish Smith, um, some fucking second-round pick. Vernon Carey? I don't know. That was a dump from uh, Washington, I think. I don't think Harrell was working there. Um, the Wizards dropping that cash so they can get uh, Porzingis. <laughs> Harrell? Hornets? I like it. Good for them. Yeah, he's athletic. He's an athletic big. Yeah. He can run the court. He That's can what they switch. Do. They want to run, and he can switch on defense. Like yeah. all their guys are, all their guys are the same size. Smart uh, Montrez. Yeah, like they very, they can just switch. I just see like alley oops and Trez like alley oops and put back donks and Eric Collins going bananas. <laughs> Trizzy Trez. <laughs> ah. <laughs> You've lost your mind. No, the Hornets are looking at uh, themselves as a playoff team. They should. We'll see. Again, it's Celtics, Raptors, Hornets, Hawks, Knicks. There's going to be like three really good teams in the East that don't make the playoffs. Really good teams. I think the Hornets might be one of them. Yeah, because I think the Nets are going to turn it on. The East is what the West was last year. Yeah. 
Are you what? guys ready to talk about uh, what? Portland, New Orleans? Oh, that trade. Port- Portland's? Brian, are you talking about the McCollum trade? Yes. Oh, that trade, right. Remember? Yeah. Remember. That was like, that was an early trade in the trade deadline. We kind of It was two days before it. or something we like that, yeah. It. Yeah. The Blazers got three draft picks. Josh Hart, Nikhil Ander Walker, Ander, Ander, uh, Alexander, Alexander Walker, sorry. He's just Nall. Sadoransky. No. You, you just say Nall. Yeah. Everybody knows what you're talking about. Nall. And uh, the Pelicans got CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell. Um, Snell, whatever. Larry Nance, eh. CJ McCollum was the real buy there. I like Nance. You don't like Nance? I do, but what have you done for me this year? Nance. Fair enough. I like Nance. I thought he was going to be better this year. Maybe. He hurt, though. Yeah. He had knee surgery. Mm. So the Pelicans got knee surgery and CJ McCollum. I think I saw Kevin O'Connor talking about, uh, and this was a good point, that CJ McCollum's contract, though it's massive, it lines up to be a massive expiring contract and Zion is extended mm. and you're kind of capped out timelines line up. Okay. So like you have a short-term boost. So Griff is probably going to get fired unless he improves the team. Right? So this is like Griff's short-term boost, but long-term with this big contract, the timeline of it, when it comes off the books, it lines up with an expiring when Zion's on a, whatever contract he's going to be on. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans, like the Kings, they need to win games. Yes. Like their fan base is going, all right, we have Valanciunas, yeah, yeah, yeah. we have Brandon Ingram, we have an injured Zion. We were supposed to be winning games this year. How much did the, the Pelicans beat Toronto by tonight? 30? 30. I think it's a good deal for New Orleans to win now. If the contracts line up, for him to leave when Zion gets extended, then so be it. But I think it's a good deal for the Pelicans to build their team to win now. Brandon Ingram, he's ready to win now. Valanciunas, he's ready to win now. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good deal to win now. I'm not sure if it was a move to clear up space for Zion in the future, but it, if it lines up, it lines up. McCollum had 36 points. Against the Spurs Saturday night. Well, I mean, this is a so this is a tank move for Portland, right? Like, it seems like it. They're just blowing it up, and they're going to draft Desmond Bain, John Morant, Jared Jackson. They're going to blow it up and and Damian Lillard, Brandon Clark. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird. It was a it was a big move. Kind of weird because I mean, I don't Portland didn't get better. (laughs) They just moved off some money, I guess. Like, what are they opening themselves up themselves up for free agency? Like. Portland's not a – it's like they're a big free agent market, you know? They think they can rebuild somehow Yeah, around Dame. That's what they're telling people. Right. But yeah. Dame's not healthy. It, maybe it'll be like a uh, Chris Paul situation where he just gets traded to the right team mm-hmm. somehow. Or he'll go so play he goes, with, no, he's got to go to OKC first. He'll go play with LeBron and it won't work. <laughs> he's got to go to OKC first. No, he's got to go to OKC first. He gets yeah he gets traded to somebody and then flipped 
he gets traded though, so he's on the Blazers. Then he gets traded to the Blazers, and they're shitty. And then he gets traded to someplace good. So maybe he's already made that transition into the OKC Chris Paul mode. So he gets traded to the Blazers, from the Blazers, and then mm-hmm. to <laughs> the Clippers. <laughs> Portland has given up two first round picks to keep Damian Lillard. <laughs> And then he goes to the Clippers or Seattle Supersonics. The Clippers make any moves? Did Paul George get traded? No, I don't think the Clippers did shit. Oh, that's too bad. They traded those oh, guys from the Blazers, the broken foot man. They, they, took, some, they took some Blazers. I took some Blazers, yeah. We did, there's another. Portland picked up somebody else, and we didn't talk yeah. about it. It is very relevant to House of Hoops. Who? Rodney Billups? Uh, three-team trade. San Antonio Spurs receive Thomas Sadoransky, 2027 second-round pick. Utah Jazz receive Nall and Juan Hernan Gomez. That was a – those got traded. Mm. I will never forget where I was this day. The Portland Trailblazers receive Elijah Hughes and Joe Ingles. Mm. And a 2022 second-round pick – from Utah via Memphis. Joe Ingles is no longer a Jazz. I know, it's sad. Yep. I mean, he's on the end of his contract. He's like, I'm just going to go play for the Jazz again next year. <laughs> like, I'm sitting mm. on the bench the rest of the year. Who cares? It's going to go. Even, he made a point to say, like, hey, whatever, they, whatever the Jazz got to do to win, I'm not helping the team. I'll go anywhere. He's a team player. I'm helping the Jazz by offering myself up for a trade. Send me to Portland so I can help the team. Yeah. Trade me. I can't fucking play. Trade me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. I mean, if Utah wins the championship, he still gets a ring. Should. He will. He would. But that won't happen because they're not going to win the championship. the, The Grizzlies are coming out of the Western Conference. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Either that or the Kings. <laughs> Anything left? Dude, there's probably, there's like so many fucking trades left. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah. Here's one. I guess we can talk about all of them if we want. Here's one. Raptors got Thaddeus Young and Drew Eubanks in a 2022 second round pick. The Spurs got Goran Dragic in a 2022 first round pick. From the Raptors. It's good for the Raptors. Yeah. Thad. Dragic playing? Or is he no, they're going to wave him, oh. I think. That's too bad. I could see I could see him and Pop hanging. Drinking some A to Z 2018 Pinot. With all their gray hair just blowing in the desert sun they, wind. They, they ain't drinking A to Z. A, like A to Z is probably like in like a water cooler in the Spurs locker room. I think this was a move for the Raptors to get that. I think they wanted yeah. him. Masai wanted that. I think he's wanted him for a while. They have veteran presence in the locker room. Come on. What else we got? We talked about Bagley going to Detroit, but we didn't talk about in that trade. Mm-hmm. The Bucks getting Serge Ibaka, which I like. Mm-hmm. Back up big? Yeah. Brooke Lopez out, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's 
I mean, if Giannis gets hurt, he just slides right in, right? He's basically Giannis. <laughs> I would say yes. He is basically Giannis. Hey, Baca, how many games have you played this year? Yeah, we're flying blind here with the with the Wi-Fi. <clears throat> you should pay your bill, Jeff. I'm surprised my stream is still coming through. 21-22, played 35 games with the Clippers. 15 points, 15 minutes a game, excuse me. Stats are not looking good. But he got hurt, didn't he? I mean, he's expected to do a lot more Last in year? L.A. because there's, you know, because of the injuries. I think it's good for the Bucks. They just get more veterans in the locker room. More toughness sure. for the, the playoffs. Yeah. It's a good move. DiVincenzo was tradable to the Kings because they have Grayson Allen in Milwaukee shooters you know from the Bucks I'd rather trade Grayson but that's okay DiVincenzo he's been having them injuries and if the guy could play more probably doesn't get traded if he's more available probably doesn't get traded mm -hmm. I'd say it sucks but dude if you're always hurt you you will get traded away you will get moved if you're always hurt, you will not get re-signed. Is that not a, just a fact? I mean, it's more prevalent in other sports like the NFL, but it's a real thing. I'm all out of trades. Bo, are we good? I think so. I think we covered quite a bit. Anybody listen to Bane and Reddick? No. What's that? Wasn't Bane on Reddick's podcast? I listen to Reddick's podcast because he talks to players. Yeah, yeah. I like watching coaches' press conferences. I like watching player press conferences. And I like watching players on podcasts. Yeah. All this fucking other shit, like what we're doing, I don't, yeah, listen, right. I don't listen to people that do what we're doing at all. True. <laughs> True. Anymore, I just don't. Yeah. I don't want to fucking do it. But I, I, once in a while, I'll listen to like uh, Russillo. Mm -hmm. But even he can be kind of, yeah. I don't know. All the smoke is good. Horry's podcast is pretty good. Yeah. Robert Horry's podcast is Of course. Uh, JJ Reddick's is probably my favorite. Yeah. And that's why he got hired by ESPN. Yeah. Desmond Bain on JJ Reddick's podcast, the first Grizzly he's ever had on there. It was really good. He talked about Dylan Brooks, J uh, John Morant. He talked about why they're good. Yeah. It's just really good. Get. I'll listen to that tomorrow. I've just oh, it's, I've been scrambling for two weeks. So. so good. I like listening to the players. <laughs> and when the coaches do press conferences, I listen to those. I've got it saved. I've got it saved. I'm going to listen to it. But It's all out there. That was the thing, like, <clears throat> when, was I, when was, I was without power, <laughs> hanging out of my parents' house. Mm -hmm. Pay your bill. I felt... Like, I don't, I'm not around my parents a lot, you know, and they're giving me a place to stay. I was very grateful for it. So I wanted to be like in the moment with them, you know, like I'm hanging out with my parents. We're watching college basketball. We're watching HGTV, you know, it's like, I just don't want to like put on a podcast and listen to it at the house with my folks. Yeah. No, you know? of course not. Like, Dude, no. You put your earbuds in when you're going to bed. Right. That's when you listen yeah. to the podcast. Right. What are you talking about? Wait, you didn't do the dishes? You didn't rake your dad's leaves? What the fuck's the matter with you? He 
doesn't have leaves. Yeah. He lives in Carville. There's no Put your headphones in when That's you're doing they had stupid power. shit. Because <laughs> they don't have trees out there. I'm not talking. What, what, what are you? <laughs> I'm just picturing you like sitting on the couch. Pretty much. And being like, put my headphones in. No. No. <laughs> no. no. no we're Nobody does that. We're watching college basketball. <laughs> Nobody does watch that. watch so much college basketball at my parents' house. You got some lines on some players? Because my, my dad doesn't watch a lot of NBA. Like, he'll watch some Grizzlies who was games. Your, who was the best college basketball player you uh, saw? I watched two <laughs> UCLA games. Oh, wow. And I found out that my dad hates Bill Walton. Oh, no. So I was like, mm. oh, we're watching some Pac-12 games while I'm out here. Because <laughs> he's, like, up late, you know, like. Sure, what we're hanging shit out. to do? And he's like, I'll turn on ESPN. I was like, oh, there's a. TNT doubleheader tonight. He was like, oh, we'll see what college game's on mm. ESPN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bill Walton goes on some. Old guys watch college some basketball. Spiel, you know. And my dad's like, I hate Bill Walton. I was like, dad, he's hilarious. He was a what professional. Like, he was a professional ball player. I hate him. I was like, dad, I love Bill Walton. I was like, you don't get this anywhere. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Everything he says is just insane. He's not into so the theatrics. Yeah. What is he not like? I don't know. I think it's just he thinks he's a clown. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. and they beat Memphis. Oh, good point. Yeah. I watched two UCLA games. It was uh yeah, Bill Walton and Day Pash were on like the late night Pac twelve. And I watched UCLA Arizona and then two nights later it was UCLA Arizona State. And UCLA lost both games. <laughs> that Arizona State game went into like triple overtime. I mean, UCLA had some good players. They got that Tiger Campbell kid who's good. Uh-huh. Not a lottery pick by any means, but uh, UCLA um, is a pretty serious program now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got uh, what's what's the kid's name? Got one kid that's really really good. That's probably a lottery pick. Johnny Juzang. Excuse me? Johnny Juzang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a monster junior guard. Mm. Defense or offense? All of it. Oh, yeah. two-way. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'll watch him in the tournament. Watch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> watch, watch some college basketball with Dad. Yeah, Dads love college yeah, basketball. Yeah. Yeah. They love college basketball, college football. Dads are the best at that yeah. stuff. You think, that'll, you think that'll happen to us when we get old? No. No, no, no. No. I'll just, I'll just, the younger, the better. <laughs> no, we'll just be like, oh my gosh, Thibodeau's going to TNT broadcast tonight. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the same characters. Yeah. Be like, Tim Duncan was at the Spurs game. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> be the same guys. Thibodeau's going to do a coach, of the re- a coach of the Year tour when he's 85, like Hubie Brown did. He's about four wins away from being an all-time leading winner in the NBA. Tibbs? Really? No, Popovich. Oh, I think Popovich. Said Popovich. I was like, Tibbs, no. I thought you said Popovich. Sorry. I thought we switched. No, once Pops is done, Pops is done. I mean, th- this year is it for Pop, right? It's He's four be. wins away from the all-time yeah, leader and wins. I would think so. Maybe less. I don't know if they won tonight. <laughs> yeah, Pop. Pops had a tough trip the last couple of years, man. Like... His team is bullshit. His team fell apart. His wife died. Yeah. His wife yeah. died, man. COVID. Like, yeah. Old, being old with COVID yeah. around has got to be kind of, like, sketchy. Yeah. Yeah, tough go at it, Pop. He's a giving man. He's sharing the wealth. He's a treasure. He is a treasure. 
He is a fucking treasure. He should be appreciated. I think he is appreciated. Mm-hmm. And like people that He'll actually, be, when he retires, talk, like when he retires, the NBA will make a huge deal out of it. People that, yeah, they they ought to. And yeah. people that ha- actually have access to Greg Popovich realize what a treasure he is. Yeah. Like the I random asshole fan is like, Popovich needs to retire, this yeah. and that and the other. Like, they, like, don't matter. Yeah. Uh, They're idiots. The people that are close to him, like, you would never fucking say that in the same room as Greg Popovich, you fucking assholes. I don't think that he would. That's why I think that maybe this year he's just done. Mm-hmm. He does not want to do the retirement tour mm-hmm. shit. He does not want that attention. I don't know, man. Like, how do you know when it's time as a coach? Mm. Like Hubie knew it was time because he 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 couldn't do the road stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like the ro- getting on the road is it's really wearing me down. Yeah, that's why he went into broadcasting because it was the it was the traveling. Mm-hmm. He was like just over it. Um, I guess that's when you know when it just becomes physically taxing on your body. Does Popovich go into broadcasting? <laughs> I would watch. <laughs> Every, every single every Popovich game. And you know Popovich <laughs> is gonna go, I want Doris with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, he's gonna want Rachel Nichols. Ha. Huh. Good point. Nah, but he's I bet he's no, a, I bet he's a I'm Doris kidding. guy. He's I would love guy. to see him and EJ yeah. shacking. Oh, that would Barclay. be amazing. And 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 Popovich is like not having any yeah, of that yeah. shit. Not having any of that bickering and, and arguing over dumb shit. He's like, oh, yeah, you guys. Oh, yeah, Shaq, did you win championships? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, Shaq? You want to yeah. beat up on Charles because he didn't win championships? Yeah. <laughs> I want championships. <laughs> and I'm with Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Charles has a point. It can't just always be, how many rings do you have? Yeah, I have four rings. You have no rings. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You never want anything. Uh, who's the... Uh, <laughs> sorry, but I have to bring this up. Who's the Tuesday night guy on TNT? Draymond Green? No, no, no. The, the, the oh, EJ guy. Oh, What's his fuck. name? Bo, I know you know. He has like a podcast. Uh, he's, the the, TN- he's the he's Tuesday a TNT-, night TNT guy with Candace Parker. Candace Parker, who is... I think she's really, really good. Adam Lefko. Lefko. That guy sucks. Does he? <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. I feel like he's just rolling with it. He does a pretty good job of keeping the show moving. He's the EJ replacement. Mm. And those are big shoes to fill. Yeah, I got nothing on that guy. Lefko? Yeah, I've seen him. I mean... I don't know if I've ever talked about him. I'm going to go look at his Twitter. Maybe. Maybe not. Internet. Mm. Jeff, can I have a beer? Hell yeah. Candace Parker's really, really good, though. I like her. I feel like her talents are wasted with D-Wade and, and uh, EJ and Charles and Kenny Liss Shaq. <clears throat> She's good with D-Wade. And uh, when Draymond joins, that should mm. be fucking solid. Draymond is... Draymond's been good on there. Draymond, D-Wade, Parker. I like that. Let's see, Lefko. What have you been tweeting about? Let's see. Are we sure Io DeSumo isn't a fifth-year vet? 
He good. He pretty good. He was watching the Bulls game. He said to Rosen, is just unstoppable right now. He's not getting many likes for these things. I'm going to follow him. I didn't know I wasn't. Yeah, watch a, watch a Tuesday night broadcast with Lefko. It's got 55,000 followers, just, and he gets seven league. likes. What? He's out of his league is all it is. Like, I don't think anybody likes him. He wears some kind of goofy clothes, which is fine. Like, wear some goofy clothes. That's okay. But, yeah, DeRozan got 40 tonight, bro. Sorry. Did Jordan. He's <laughs> <laughs> got, like, tweets on here that have, like, no likes. I it's, swear it looks like the House of Hoops Twitter. I swear that he had like a line. podcast or something, and Bo talked about it one night hmm. about like mm. a podcast or something. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Hmm. Doesn't sound like somebody. I barely watch those TNT broadcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's Zach Levine's Jeez. 360 in-game dunk. Yeah, they've been showing all these game break stuff. They keep showing right then Anthony Davis dunks when he was in New Orleans. I was like, oh, I remember hyper athletic Anthony Davis. <laughs> Right then, when Levine was dunking on motherfuckers' heads, every team in the league, he played for the Timberwolves, every team in the league should have been trying to trade for him right then and there. When he was dunking on them big stiffs' heads, Alex Lenz's big stiff head. What, uh, anything else left to talk about on the podcast? Did you guys watch a pick game? Yeah, we did pick game, and then we got a pick a game, and that's wow. it. Want to rodeo? Want to get into it? I'm just checking. I didn't watch the game. I watched a little bit. Yes, yeah, it's, it's getting late. Yeah. All right, let's move on. I didn't watch the pit game because I didn't have any power. All day today? Well, I couldn't when watch When did your power get back? I couldn't watch the pit like game today. Friday? Because I watched The Righteous Gemstones twice. Ooh. <laughs> like, I watched you it the kept, first time. How many cattle prods did you buy on Amazon <laughs> today? <laughs> I'm buying a cattle prod. In two days. It'll be in my house in two days. Uh, I watched it. Early this morning, while Jim was working from home, and I was just like, like the opening scene was just cackling, laughing. Oh, it was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> How'd they make it look so real? And Doesn't matter. It was so real. We, it was that's real. Acting. We was had real. to watch it again after dinner tonight because I watched it without Jen. Oh, yeah. did you pretend like you didn't watch it and no, watch no, no. it again? Or you no, she like, was mad. I'll watch it I was again. Like interrupting her calls, laughing today. <laughs> Today is Valentine's Day. It is. <clears throat> Had to watch gemstones and eat a steak with the wife. It is Valentine's Day. Va- what does Valentine's Day mean? What is it? It's really, actually, when you have kids, it's really fun because they get to give Valentine's to all their friends. Mm. And I think that's awesome. Outside of that, I think it's fucking stupid. I remember in school that was it was kind of fucked up, though, because, like... I didn't get any. Well, no, like... <laughs> You give one to all your classmates. Dude, I got so many. I got so many in elementary school. Not at Brian's school. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's like the haves and have-nots, man. Like, some some kids get a bunch of Valentines and some don't. Yeah, right? It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I know. It's uh, early class systems. Mm -hmm. So your your first uh, introduction to class systems. Yeah, you're not. Uh, you don't live in my neighborhood. Yeah, you you're may go special. to my school. You're not special. You're, you're not, not where I'm Valentine's. from. I don't know you. I don't even like you. You're not getting Valentine. Mm-hmm. Bo, did you get a lot of Valentines in school? You went to all boys schools. <laughs> you probably got a lot. I got a lot. Yeah. 
It was actually it was Catholic school, so it wasn't from it was from the teachers. It was really weird, but uh, <laughs> totally acceptable. Yeah, it was normal. Kind of hungry, still horny. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Jeff, there's no more wine left. We drank it all. Slam that beer. You want some whiskey? Nope. Oh, you want a whiskey? No. Yeah, I do. Thank you. Go get one. <laughs> I guess we better get on to the pick game. See, the pick game was the Denver Nuggets visiting the Toronto Raptors. It was Saturday night. It was Saturday of February 12th, 2022 in Toronto. Why did we pick the game? Bo, you know. Brian has no idea what happened. He hasn't been here in two, three weeks. Nope. And, and, and in my defense, you guys said you may change the pick game. Jeff said that. I, I, I rolled with it. Yeah, but we didn't. Okay. Did you get a memo on a game change? No. That's what I thought. But you know what I did do? Watched all the games. I just pulled up the uh, official scores report on my laptop. Mm. So it's like I watched the game. You could take a lot from stats, but not yeah. everything. Oh, it'll be enough. Yeah, I like that move. It's a strong move for you. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we picked this game, Bo, if you don't remember, it's I because remember. It, you do? Mm-hmm. Well, please elaborate. They play basketball good against each other. <laughs> <laughs> they had very similar records. Yes, and I, if you were to take Jokic off the Nuggets, Nuggets would be terrible. And I thought Jokic probably could beat the Raptors alone, and the Raptors have been playing very, very good, basically. Something like that. I thought it was a good test. Yeah. For each team. And we we needed to see a Raptors game. They've been on this run, winning games. We needed, oh, yeah, well, let's watch a Raptors game. That's the perfect pick game for us. It's a team that's doing well that wasn't and wasn't expected to be a top-tier team. It's a perfect pick game. We hadn't seen them, and they've been winning. We need to take a look at this rip and rap squad. Mm-hmm. On an eight-game winning streak. Bo, I'm just assuming you watched the game. Did you watch the Toronto or Denver broadcasts? I watched the home team, and I'm partial to the Raptors guys always. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, Matt Devlin and Jack Armstrong? You know, I don't know their names, but I know their voices very well. Yeah, their voices are pretty distinguishable. I watched... The Raptors broadcast, just trying to absorb as much rap stuff as possible. Yes. Uh, I think Armstrong is the older gentleman on the broadcasting team. <laughs> the, the guy that sounds like he's from New York. Yeah, it sounds like he's kind of doing a Dick Vitale impression. Mm -hmm. But, you know, these guys seem to really like the team, and you cannot hate them for that. And they love the fans because the fans weren't there. Yeah, they love the not fans. 
Well, they were they want, talking about the they want fans in the they want them. Everybody wants them. It's not the same game without them. They were talking shit about OKC saying, well, they got no restrictions, but they didn't have any fans either. <laughs> they said, uh, they said, we went to Houston and they had fans. <laughs> Why can't we have fans? That's what it seemed like to me. So who won the game? I would say Nikola Jokic won the game. He almost lost the game, but he won the game. He did win the game in a big way. Not Holy only shit. Not only on a stat sheet with 28 points and 15 rebounds and six dimes, a couple of blocks, those are key. But, yeah, he came up big at the end, Jokic. Raptors. I was focused on the Raptors. Did you just kind of watch the game, or did you focus on anything in particular? Or I just kind of let the game flow. Mm-hmm. I figured this podcast was going to, this show was going to be trade heavy, so I could just kind of sit back and watch the game and enjoy it. Yeah. That's how I start out every game. And then throughout the course of the game, my mind just like starts zeroing in on certain fucking things while I'm watching it. And to me, to me in this one, it was definitely the raptors i just wanted like i I guess subconsciously wanted to know more about the raps and what they were doing and how they were winning these games without anybody even close to seven feet fucking tall on the team ken birch is seven feet tall but he's not a big contributor (sighs) no he's not to me with the raptors and this is just a broad generalization of things it looks like they like playing together it's Spicy P, Barnes, and Van Fleet. And then you've got Gary Trent Jr., Precious Achua, and OG and Obi. You've got like your big three and then your little three. They've, uh, they're, they're a good team. Hey, these raps are kind of fun to watch if you ever uh, get to watch a game. They play really good defense. I thought what was really funny to me is there was a stretch watching the game that I thought Jeff Green was the second best player on the Nuggets. Yeah, well, he was imposing his will for sure. Which is so weird. Well, he's a veteran and he knows he knew he was stronger than those guys and uh, he wants to get some stats up on the board. I, I know what you're talking about with Jeff Green. He was just like, just give me the ball. I'll fucking roll into the fucking lane. He was the second highest scorer in this game. He was barreling into the lane a lot. I know. It's crazy, man. He knew he was getting calls. How many free throws? Four of four. Jeff Green? Jeff Green was six of ten on field goal attempts. He was four of four from free throws. He's getting the line a couple times. Not as much as I thought. Those might have been all like uh, uh, and ones, (laughs) to be (laughs) honest. (laughs) He He had 19 points. This might have all been on and ones. Yeah. Five rebounds. Wow, is he on the waivers? Hey, Aaron Gordon should be getting all those points. Aaron Gordon's not apparently as good as Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Aaron Gordon will be as good as Jeff Green in 10 years. Right. Green's got that savvy know-how, right? He just started started barreling in the lanes. And he's just like uh, using his weight to get guys out of the way he just used positioning and Mm -hmm. 
He's like, go ahead and try to stop me. You're just going to foul me. And they got both the greens again. They do. <laughs> what about Scotty Barnes for Toronto? He good. He's tall, man. Fourth this, overall this for, pick. For a, short, for a short Toronto team. He's 6'7". Fourth overall pick. You know what it is? Why you think he's tall? He's got a massive wingspan. Big, long arms. There are so many good rookies this year. Yeah, what I saw from Scotty Barnes in this game, he was really good. Yeah. <laughs> he's he 20. 17 points. Oh, you saw that. Five total rebounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. Barnes ain't no joke, man. He and Jokic were going at it at the beginning of the game. Just one-on-one. Back and forth, going at each other. Like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? That was a real thing that happened. I think I like what I see with this young fella with the wingspan. And, you know, if he came out, let's just say, for example, the year that Mike Miller came out as a rookie, Mm -hmm. Scotty Barnes would be rookie of the year, not Mike Miller. Yeah. If it was 15 years ago. This guy would be like a rookie of the year. He's not now. That's why the hell this Rising Stars tournament this weekend and All-Star week is going to be litty. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be good. There's so many good players that came out this year. So many good rookies. And then last year, the the sophomores. Uh This is going to be wild, man. Bo, I think you should watch it. The rise. Just watch the Rising Stars game. Okay, I think you should. It's a tournament. It's a three-game tournament with four teams. Well, it's a. Is it a three-game tournament or a two-game tournament? Three games, four teams. Oh, so there's a third place game. There's three games. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Got four teams. You got Rick Barry's team, Gary Payton's team, Isaiah Thomas' team, James Worthy's team. 28 players. It's just like a race to the certain points. Game one is A versus B. Game two is the other two teams playing. And then game three is the winners of the two team, the two previous games. So each team plays once, then the winners play. Gotcha. Three games. Four teams. Should be fun. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I didn't realize it was tournament style until you said something to me today. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. I'm actually super interested in it. Probably more than the well, no, because John Morant's an All Star game, so not, not not more interested. Are they playing them all on the same day? Yeah. Ooh, it's rolling them out. Yeah. This is Friday night shit. Nobody's gonna get hurt for sure. Nah, they're all twenty. Like made of rubber. And they're not playing full games. They're just getting up. I think the first games only go to 50. So that's 10 points for each player, you know. It's nothing. Yeah. Back to the pick game, though. Scotty Barnes. Bo, you like him. You said something about him. Uh, His arms long, he's tall basketball. He's tall basketball player. He's good. He's good. He's really good, actually. Yeah, he's a nice player. He's really nice. Spicy P had a great first half. 
He's definitely gotten his groove back. This Raptors team is a really nice young team here. Kind of reminds me of what Charlotte's doing. Maybe kind of a little like Boston with the way they run a lot of offense through Pascal Siakam like Boston does with Jason Tatum. Siakam had seven dimes in this game. It's not unusual to see Jason Tatum with five, six, seven dimes in a game because he handles the ball a lot and he makes he's the decision maker. Siakam makes a lot of decisions, especially early in the game. I think at the end they kind of lean on Van Fleet and Gary Trent Jr., but in the middle of the game, like trying to get things going, Siakam handles the ball a lot. The Raptors led by one after the first half. I enjoyed the game. I like I like Van Fleet and Siakam, and then Gary Trent Jr. just playing crazy confidently. Mm-hmm. I thought something was interesting with Toronto's defense is that like OG Anobi, Barnes, and Siakam, like they're putting in work on defense. They can all kind of play interchangeably on defense. They're kind of all well, the same size. Well, that's the whole point. Of, like, I feel like that's why those guys are so small. They can just kind of switch around, and they do. And they can all kind of handle the ball mm-hmm. on the break, and then you have two, three shooters out there. Bo, is that what positionless basketball is? I think I think that's that is exactly what it is. I think that's kind of what they're going for. Mm-hmm. It's like we just have guys that kind of do like a bunch of do everythings. Like a handful. That's that's how you used to draft your NBA live teams. (laughs) Yeah, guys that can do everything. Mm -hmm. I don't want a guy that can't shoot or can't dunk. I want a guy that can do all of everything and play defense. Yeah, if you watch Toronto on defense, they switch constantly. Like there's no like um, worrying about switching. Well, they should. Yeah. Constantly switch. They have Siakam. They have Scotty Barnes. They have OG and Obi. <laughs> That's exactly what I just said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're right, though. No, like we were just Gary discussing. Like, sorry, I just I just went to go use the restroom <laughs> and uh, I had I had asparagus for dinner. Oh, it was a very pungent asparagus. Great. Pee. What is asparagus? It's a, a vegetable. vegetable. Is that a vegetable? It's a vegetable. Arugula. Arugula. Uh, when I bought the steaks and potatoes, <laughs> the green beans look like garbage. And that's what I wanted. So you went to the can so aisle. I got, so I got fresh mm. asparagus. Mm-hmm. Damn it, it's Valentine's Day. I ain't, I ain't cooking no canned stuff. on. Do you guys use the grill? Oh, it was a nice night for a grill. Ah, you just, just cook them on the stovetop. Cast yeah. iron pan. Yeah. A couple minutes, sear on each side, throw it in the oven. I get go. that. That works, too. Yeah. But, yeah, the, uh, the Raptors, those three guys, they are all kind of the same size and just guard whoever they get switched on to. It's like three guys. They just run around. They try to get deflections, steals, and stay in front of guys what they do they're trying to get hands up and faces on threes they scramble like crazy on defense 
That's what I noticed about Toronto. That was my main takeaway. They are scrambling. Deflections are a huge thing. Brian, I accidentally canceled out of my stats page and I'm having trouble pulling it back up. Well, I have it pulled up right here, Jeff. What do you uh, need to know? Team stat, uh, team steals. Team steals. The Nuggets had five total steals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raptors had 11 total steals. There we go. And that ties in with deflections, keeping hands up and be, having players with long arms, guarding the perimeter, and passes into the post. Uh, it was a tight game. It's tied at 95 with seven minutes left in the game. DeMarcus Cousins is still trash, though. He was back in. He was the backup center in How dare you. Denver. How many? What was his line? What on his second ten day, or was it still on his first ten day? Fuck care. It's a game. In the game, Demarcus Cousins had four points, one block shot. Yeah, he got that one block. I think he blocked Siakam. Two assists, one turnover, five rebounds. He had a tidy one of six from the field. Minutes? One of six. He played 13 minutes. Okay. Is he just tall at this point? Listen, Michael Malone loves DeMarcus Cousins. I'm sure he's True a good story. guy. True story. I'm sure he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. I 100% believe that DeMarcus Cousins is a good dude. Sure. Like Draymond yeah. is a good dude. Yeah. Like Charles Barkley was a good dude. He's worth... We built in a we we labeled an entire system around this guy. Yeah, the old Demarcus system. Mm-hmm. How he gets shit done. What was one demonstrate worthlessness? I can't remember. Dominance. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to go. I think he's done. It's probably his last year. <clears throat> Dude, he was he, so bad he, he in this can't, game. He can't keep his back and legs healthy. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? He went to the bench. He was so frustrated. He just like, yeah. started slamming chairs, throwing towels. That's that's par for the course for him. You know yeah. why he did that? Because he had two opportunities at a wide-open layup and missed mm-hmm. them both. Oh. Because I don't think he can do a standing dunk anymore. Yeah. No, I he probably can't. He probably can, but not in a real game. Not though. in a game, yeah. He didn't have it in this one. I think it's time. I think it's time to join the TNT broadcast. <laughs> How good would he be on there with Charles mm, and I don't know. Shaq? He never won a goddamn thing. It, they would shit on him, but he's yeah. a personality, I yeah. think. He'd be funny. Yeah, I think he's a personality. I don't think he can standing dunk anymore in game situations, but. Uh, don't look good as uh, Denver's backup center. Hmm. <laughs> that don't look good. Will Barton, though, hey, he hit that big shot to give Denver a four-point lead with about 28 seconds left. And then Van Fleet, Bo, you remember the end of the game? Mm-hmm. What happened? I not. Van. Man, he drained that three. Man, Van Fleet drained that three. Man, he drained that three. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It was an amazing shot. (laughs) It was an amazing shot with Aaron Gordon flying right at him. He just netted that shit. Tiny little Van Fleet just. He threw up a big ass rainbow three and just netted it, dude. It was amazing. It was a one point game. 18 seconds left. Denver's ball. The wraps on the next play sent Jokic to the line. He missed both the free throws. Missed them both. What the fuck? It's like the ideal situation. And then for some, it's a one point game. And for some reason, the Raptors go down on the other end and Van Fleet shoots another three. Hot hand fallacy. You don't need a three, man. It's a hot hand fallacy. There's three wing players that have been busting buckets all night. OG, Barnes, and Piakum. Siakam. Yeah. Yeah. Siakam. As Evan calls him, Piakum. Piakum. As Tony Allen calls him, Piakum. Van Fleet shoots another three. He missed. OG got the rebound and then got the shit blocked out of him. I mean, it was like, I just like stood up. I was like, oh. You could hear it. Partly because there were no fans in the arena. Right. But you could hear that thing. (laughs) (laughs) You could hear him slap the ball. Jokic, he hit the shit out of that ball. No. That was pretty much the game. OG got blocked by Jokic. The game was too close, I think, in threes, counts, and percentages. I can tell you if you want to know. I think it was too close to be decided by threes. Uh, Nuggets shot 37.8%. They went 14 of 37. Uh, The Raptors shot 12 of 34. 35.3%. 35.3%. So, yeah, it was pretty even. Yeah. A little close. A little tight there. That wasn't it. It just came down to the end of the game. I think the wraps are good. I still say they need some size. Jokic, like most NBA teams have a starting center, like with some size and some strength. Sure. I think uh, the Raptors need to have somebody a little taller, a little stronger. To guard guys like Jokic. That's like what they're missing. Yeah, I mean they got they got Siakam, they got Boucher. Like Jokic had his way in this game. Kim Birch. I mean I'm twenty eight points, include. fifteen rebounds, six assists. Kim Birch doesn't count. But yeah, they, they are Birch missing some size. Count. They're missing some size. For whatever reason, Birch uh doesn't get he's never got run. I don't know if he's not too bright or what. He played in Orlando forever. He was actually pretty fucking efficient. It's a backup there, yeah. But, like, he doesn't miss a lot of shots. And he gets some blocks. I don't know if he understands what's going on in the games. I don't know. I think that's the Raptors' Achilles heel. Any thoughts, uh, Bo? You watched it. Any thoughts? Any last words? It was just really fun to see that ending. That was awesome. It's a good ending. It was a fun game to watch. Great game. Once again, we picked another good one. 110-109, Denver wins on the road. That's the pick game. Let's pick one for next week and get the hell out of here. Who's got the schedule? Let's see. We got the All-Star game. So, short. when do the games stop on Wednesday? Short week 18. 
We had some games Thursday night. I can't remember. Wednesday night we have Washington, Indiana. We got Porzingis with Washington. We got Halliburton with Indiana. I don't want to watch a Pacers game right now. I'm I'm actually not happy with what the Pacers did in the trade. I think it's dumb. Uh, I get that they want to pair up Duarte and Halliburton, but mm-hmm. that's like two years from now. <laughs> year three, not year one. Okay. What? They're not going to win shit. They're going to lose that fucking game to the Wizards. To the Wizards? Yeah. They're going to lose that fucking game <laughs> tomorrow. You want to put five on it? Uh, put it's as Wednesday. much as you want. It's Wednesday. Yeah. How much? Five? <clears throat> Five's good. Yeah. I'll take the Wizards on can the we, road. Can we mark that down? It's not the pick game. Not the pick game. Just a gentleman's bet. And then if Indiana loses, I'll call in and bitch at Bo. There you go. <laughs> $500. You got it. Uh, oh, what's our pick game? Maybe we should just uh, come back. Maybe we should skip the pick game and just talk about the All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, We'll have Rising Stars Tournament. We'll have the All-Star game. We'll have the dunk contest. Maybe we should just pick the, uh, skip the pick game this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll just have an easy week. Yeah, let's just take it easy. Jeff, are you working Sunday night? Uh, I took the whole weekend off. Mm, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what? Huh? This is news to me. <laughs> I didn't get the weekend off. What? We should try to be off Sunday night to watch the... Uh, I'm off Sunday night. We should try to be off Sunday I'm off Sunday night. I'm opening Sunday. I'll see you at the bar. We should watch the uh, All-Star game together. Yeah, what's his name's house? Yeah. Oh, what's his ass? Vanelli. Yeah. That's the move. Yeah, it is. We go crash Vanelli's. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then shame him into coming back on the podcast. Yeah, if you're working Sunday night, just get your shift covered. I just won't go. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. All right. Fuck the pick game, Bo. (laughs) Okay, then. Maybe watch that Rising Stars game. I'll do my best. I'm really interested. I'm going to be pulling for Gary Payton's should team. Should we pick a team? That's the pick game. Yeah, I think we should pick a team before and then go. So, Bo. Yeah, I'm listening. Yes. Do you have the uh, teams available? You've got Team Barry, Team Isaiah, Team Payton, Team Worthy. Okay, I see Worthy. Franz Wagner is on Barry. Bane is on Isaiah. Barnes? With Anthony Edwards and, and Halliburton. Halliburton. yeah. Wow, this could go fucking any way. LaMelo and Scotty Barnes. Is Look at these fucking teams. They drafted them too, I think. So that's why it's so even. Yeah, I'm going to... No, you got Bane. Jesus. Uh, I think uh, we're looking at coaching at this point. Yeah. I love that Gary Payton took uh, Io DeSumo. I love that big Davian Mitchell too. defensive point guard. Davian Mitchell is like a Peyton and he's got Lamelo. Duarte can score if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, I want Team Isaiah, but you know, it's pretty good. Des Bain and Halliburton. You think Desmond Bain can win a three-point contest? I mean, if he can reach the rack, yeah. I think. 
I think he's going to choke. When the lights get shine on him. Nah, I think it'll be fine. Just got to keep that rat close. <laughs> he doesn't have short arms. You know he hates that shit, right? When people say that. Yeah, I know. He doesn't have short arms. He, he has regular sized arms. Just not in proportion to his body. So, yeah. His body's bigger than most. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Team Barry is looking pretty solid with Mobley and Cunningham. Yeah, I just see Mobley like and just Fagna put back and then dunking all over people. I want Barry. I want Team Barry. All right, I'm taking Isaiah. Oh, I like. I'm gonna. I'm going. I, I say it, man. Bain and Edwards. And, yeah, I think Edwards is the best basketball player on all these teams. All right, so you guys have Isaiah and I have Barry. Okay. Do do me and Bo have to side bet since we have the same team? You have to decide. You guys have to bet like on who's going to score the most points. <laughs> Bo, you want to? Bo, you, I'm going to let you Edwards? go. You want Edwards on the points? Sure. All right, I'll take Bane. <laughs> okay. Bo's ready to go. All right, so Jeff's got Team Barry. That's right. I'm going against the grain me again. And Bo both have Team Isaiah. I'm taking Bane, and Bo's taking Edwards for most points. And then Precious Achua is going to end up having the most points. <laughs> it probably is. No fucking way. <laughs> nope. Unless it's just nobody guards him, I guess. Has that been his Achilles heel? Is, uh, nobody guards him. Everybody play, guards me. He'll just play around the rim. Hmm? Clean up. Yeah. And get 12 rebounds and no points. The Pau Gasol. All right, Bo. Hey, let's get the hell out of here. All right. Enjoy the All-Star weekend. Looking forward to it. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Yeah. Get some rest. I love you. Good night. See you, Bo. Nighty. Nighty night, boys. Brian, thank you for being here. Night, night. Brian, thank you for being here as well. I'm so glad to be back. I'm glad you're back. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
Thank you.